Welcome to Sweeping the Country one more time. I'm your host, Derek Walker, along with my co-host, Mr. Jimmy Carter. Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? Hey, hey, hey. You know, it's been a, we're starting September off, and Labor Day's done. We're in the fall now. Yeah, boy. Football season, college football, pro football, the World Series. Uh, it's my favorite time of the year. Oh, yeah. And if you could just get a little cooler, good Lord. Are you still I'm hot? I'm so tired of the summer of 2023. <laughs> Again, hot this week, yeah, yeah, and uh, a lot of people are, and it's just—it's enough of this already. It's—I don't know what's going on with it, and it's just—it, it, the hundreds were really bad, but even the eighties feel uncomfortable yeah. these days. So well, we were just going. talking last night at dinner, I and was, I said, I don't think we're coming back to the triple digits anymore. I think we've seen them, and we're in fall, and here we go. Hopefully, well, I hope so. Yeah, me too. Uh, I was reading about airplanes. You know, and there's all kind of there's several things that have happened this week mm-hmm. is why I'm I haven't gotten on a plane since right before COVID, and I just I keep saying no, yeah, because I keep hearing all these nightmare stories out there. One was this week: plane takes off from Atlanta, Delta, to Barcelona. Captain, they hadn't they hadn't been up more than thirty minutes. Yeah, they're over maybe Virginia and or Northern North Carolina. And they call air traffic control. So we got to go back to Atlanta. So they got to do a U-turn Why? and go back home because someone had a very bad diarrhea oh, and it uh, polluted the whole plane oh, and stuff was running down the aisles. Hey, it's all, it's running. It all right. Really, really called it a biohazard. <laughs> oh, and they had to go gosh. back oh, and had to rip God. the carpet out of the plane and all this kind of stuff. Oh, can uh, you uh, imagine? No. Oh. Yes, I can. Cause I had that happen with the baby. The projectile oh. vomited from the first play, first seat in coach and puked all over the seats in first class. Oh my god! And got us on the shoulder, and it was the most nasty milk-based <laughs> uh, baby puke I've ever smelled. Oh lord! And, and we're in a plane. Yeah, it's hot, and that's another thing. They're trying to get the FAA or Target Transportation somebody to have minimum standards that they can't let the cabin get any hotter than X. something. Yeah, uh, because. They're, you know, they don't want to burn fuel. Sure. So yeah. they're, they, sometimes it gets 90 degrees That's you know, in the cabin and it, it gets people angry, mm-hmm. not to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. And no kidding. Flight attendants. It's not good for them. It's not good for anybody, but right. they're so scared they're going to burn gas because they've promised that they would be greener and mm-hmm. save more. I fuel. see. So, I, see. I mean, it's all about green, you know, it's his whole barnyard stuff is about green so i i've i've sat a couple of hot planes mm-hmm. fires off my allergies and everything else and it's terrible but they won't make a move this uh particular administration they have all these problems been there everywhere yeah and they got a lot of labor problems brewing up this fall too they're talking about american airlines flight attendants want to go on strike i but saw they can that stop yeah. them. the auto workers want to go on strike the screen actors guild is always on strike. They are. You know, they hadn't gotten off strike yet. <laughs> and that's going to really cause problems yeah. down the road. No doubt about it. But, and, you know, you, you Netflix go back. Netflix is one of the problems. What are they doing? Of one of the solutions. Well, they're kind of in there with the big boys, you know, the big studio boys now. And because they produce so much product and they're so successful and their stock price is so high. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to reveal the statistics of how much is being streamed and you know to give out their stuff to the actors because the actors you know they want to you know sometimes you get paid based on uh, occupancy or based on how many people attend your show sure or who all see in your show and that information hasn't been privy from netflix very little of it so the actors 
you know, they don't, they don't know what to charge because they do a TV show on CBS mm -hmm. and it's charged mm -hmm. one way. And they understand if the ratings are, are crappy that they can't get X amount of dollars. Gotcha. If the ratings are good, they can. So they run them and rerun, they run them here, run them there. They know that. And then all of a sudden they show up on Netflix and they don't know how many people are watching that or how valuable it is. So they're getting ripped off. These, these studios and Netflix is a studio now yeah. and Apple's yeah. in there too. They've been ripping off talent since as long as there's been talent. Sure. And yeah. so have the sure. record yeah. companies and everybody's written books about it. And they've, they've, they just rip off. They rip off the artists. They rip off the writers. Yeah. They rip off yeah. the actors. They rip off the singers. Mm -hmm. It's just what they've done. And, you know, I mean, the mob own record labels back there. Tommy James has got a great book about working for roulette records. Mm. And back in the day when he had hanky panky and all these songs like that, he never got any money for that. It all went to this guy who was a mobster. Wow. And <laughs> Morris Levy and, uh, it's really the story of roulette records is a, is a really cool. I'm going to have to look that really up because cool I, I do, I do think, you know, I mean, they obviously they've been taking advantage if the mob was running it too. Of course they were. And I kind of think that's why they got agents. And then the agents started taking advantage of people, you know, I mean, it's well, just it's, been crooked yeah, all the way. That's why you started having colleges. So people could be in music business mm -hmm. as opposed to just to being in music. You got to have, you have to know something about business so you can, watch your copyright. I mean, the Beatles signed over all their stuff, you know, that I don't, that they, I guess they've never gotten it back. Really. That's a shame. Uh, yeah. All of them, you know, of all, all those people back in the sixties did real dumb things with copyrights and the way they were going to make money. Well, yeah. And, and they're just, like you said, they're not attorneys. They don't know how to set up the, the formula, you know, they're getting, but they have to take that stuff now in school, you know, assuming yeah. that they, the new people do. Yeah. So mm -hmm. anyway, then, this movie Barbie, I was reading about it. Have you seen it's, it yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Because I felt weird going in there. But next <laughs> week, it comes out digitally. Okay, it's on premium digital ownership for twenty nine ninety nine. That's like a pay per view type thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see, twenty four ninety nine for a forty eight hour rental wow. on Apple TV, Prime Video, Google Play, Voodoo, and all those. Are you going like to rent that. it? Are you going to rent it or buy I, it? Or? I would consider it. I would consider yeah, it. I might too. I did. Week. I just did. Um, my I, wife I mean, and I. It's been so successful. I kind of would like to see. It's been what hot. the big deal is, but I'm not. But I'm not burning to see it. Yeah, me too. I kind of want to see what it's all about. We just did uh, Indiana Jones. You know, you and I were talking about that last week or the week before about the uh, amount of CGI and different things that yeah. they had done to wreck that movie. Uh, we watched it. We watched about the first half of it, and for the, one of the first times in my life. I shut off an Indiana Jones movie in, wow, in, in the middle. No, I just wasn't interested in it, and I thought I wasn't need to. Into, didn't care. Ah, yeah. So we came back the next day. We watched the extended footage of how they did the makeup and how Indy did all the acting, yeah. and then we watched the second half and enjoyed it. So I would recommend to people watch the making of the movie first, and you might have a little more, I don't know. You um, might care. Yeah, but otherwise, it was just not as good as the others. I don't know why. I can't even tell you why. I just think we were, t we were. T I mean, Bar Barbie is at least new and fresh. Yeah, a hundred percent. And what's and what's going to happen October thirteenth is going to be phenomenal. Taylor Swift's concert movie is coming out. They've been selling tickets in advance for it already. What is it? I don't even is thirty million. It's a concert movie. So like a live. 
uh, of her live no, it's concert? No, she recorded it. Yeah. So it's a concert film. Huh. They've, they've had them out before. Yeah. It's just a concert. And so they think it's going to be a $100 million weekend. At the oh, movies. my God. Can you imagine? I mean, what kind of empire does she have? It's got to oh, be Oh, listen to this. On top of that, it's a $100 million weekend coming at the movies, but she doesn't even have a studio she's got to split it with. She just made Oof. a deal with the distributors to fit to technically get it out there in the Unreal. system. Real. So, hey. so she's going to be able to keep a lot of that one hundred million dollars. That's smart move on her part. I mean, you got to hand it to yeah. her. She, she, along with uh, guys like Garth Brooks, they know how to work the system a little bit, you know, and they do, and they make a money bit. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit, a lot. And then we don't, as we, as this will have happened by the time we air this Rolling Stones news conference on wednesday uh eight early in the morning uh, mm-hmm. to announce a new album hackneyed hackneyed diamonds and mm-hmm. no idea what that means i don't either uh, and i don't know if they're going to announce a tour along with that but i'm sure they will that's got to be tomorrow. that's got to be some kind of record i mean th- those guys are old jimmy they're releasing new music that's got to be some kind of they've been working on its first new album in uh 20 years yeah that's I mean, crazy really, it's the first it's the first new studio album, and they worked on it in Los Angeles. I think McCartney and Ringo might be on it. Uh, they may have a, a bunch of people that they got to help them. So. I'll be darned. Well, it should be good then, yeah. Maybe. Who right. knows? We'll see. We will see. Yeah. And then the death of Jimmy Buffett, he's got a new album that they had, uh, I think they're in near the completion stages on it. Wow. And uh, that'll come up. Uh, he was uh, he was something. I mean, I You've read, some people have read a lot, heard a lot this week. Oh, yeah, definitely. Good old Southern boy, born in Mississippi, Catholic school kid, good altar boy till he was 17, goes to Auburn University, flunks out did after the really? first quarter because of partying too much and drank and, <laughs> you know, got well, Catholic boy goes crazy when yeah. he goes off to college. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Flattened around a little bit, went to another university, graduated with a history degree. Uh, worked for Billboard magazine, thought he wanted to be a journalist, decided to get sat. Mm-hmm. Ended up still wanted to sing all that time. So he cuts, he get, becomes a country artist, gets signed by Andy Williams' label, puts out an album. It sells two copies or something. <laughs> That's something stupid. They were so unimpressed that he did a second album, but they never released it. So he was kind of on his own, went out and became sort of a street musician in New Orleans and in Austin and in my in a Key West. When you say street musician, are you talking about open guitar I mean, like case on the sidewalk? The guitar, the, yeah. You know, like he's at Bourbon Street or in front of Brennan's or something. Holy cow. And that's what he did. And he said if he hadn't done that job, he probably wouldn't have ended up what he was doing. Isn't but that he, he 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 kept going and you know, he writes this song. He sees people drinking this thing called drink called a margarita mm-hmm. at a restaurant in Austin. And he starts writing a thing about Margaritaville. Oh, we all know that one, yeah. And so that one uh, is written, and he records it, and it goes out. Pretty big hit. It wasn't like a monster monster, but it created a whole thing for him. And and now, I mean, when he died, he was the rich. Now, can't count Taylor Swift because she is the richest artist ever to come out of Nashville. Yeah, yeah, still working on it. But he is... He is as it is today. He's the richest artist ever to come out. How much? How much was he, he was worth? worth a billion dollars. A billion. A billion. Wow. You know what's right, you know what's interesting. Margaritaville became a restaurant, became a hotel, became a yeah. assisted living uh, community in two or three pla- more places. I think all the time. Unreal. Yeah. Uh, pickleball um, 
paddle. I mean, just he 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 knew how to brand. I mean, and luckily he surrounded himself with people who are really smart. They weren't crooks. You know, I got a I got a theory on him a little bit because I feel like when you're talking about him playing, you know, as a street musician and trying to fight his way up and not selling any albums, he was like from a guerrilla marketing you know stance, right? You know, fight for every inch you get. He and, believed in himself. Yeah, totally. Even if other people didn't, and he had to find his lane. Yeah. As a country music artist, you know, he wasn't he wasn't Ronnie Millsap or oh, God, he no. wasn't, you know, whoever else was in competition with, yeah. you know, during the late seventies and uh in early eighties. And he finds some kind of tropical music that's a little bit folk. He's a lot of folk. A lot like of the folk, Texas, yeah. people like Jerry Jeff Walker, people like that. Oh yeah. Um Clark. And so he does these kind of storytelling Tom T. Hall kind of songs. And then he introduces the tropical aspect of it. The Calypso, it's a little bit country, it's a little bit Texas rock, it's a little bit all those things. And it just created a vibe that people liked. And his audience stayed with him through today. And he could play amphitheaters, he could play a lot of places. They love the idea. He represented relaxation. Mm -hmm. He it was it was a vibe you know yeah. the dress the t-shirt the shorts being yeah. barefooted uh people were so confused they thought he lived in like i remember i heard one time he thought he they thought he lived in kingston jamaica or <laughs> you know someplace like that yeah and in reality in the last number of years i mean he's had a number of homes but he lived in sag harbor long island wow out there on the east shore of long island and uh, which is not where you think Jimmy Buffett probably would live. No, he was there mostly probably in the late spring, summer, and fall. And then he had a house in Palm Beach. That makes sense uh, for the winter, which is just like Howard Stern has a house in Palm Beach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy Joel lived out there in Long Island. Paul McCartney was one of his neighbors. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney sang for the family while he was in hospice. Oh the last my gosh, time. beautiful. Because he beautiful. thought he, you know, they all. They were, he was very respected because of his business thing and just everything about him. You know, yeah. he was a good guitar player and good, you know, good kind of fun singer and kind of fun to be around, fun guy. You know, Boats, you, you all the stuff. Jets, all yeah, stuff. you're talking about all this stuff and all the money he had, and he didn't seem like he had a ton of money. I know he did, but he didn't seem like that. But he also didn't really have, like, you know, the string of number one hits or anything like that. I mean, record no. sales for him were somewhat... I mean, I would say they were uneventful. I think he had no one of these box sets of seven times platinum. Did it? Okay, yeah. yeah but I mean, I mean in general, he, but he I mean, made... they weren't like dominating, you know, like Beatle records or something. Right, I mean, exactly. Come Elvis Day was a pretty big song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, five o'clock somewhere. Cheeseburger. Yeah. Five o'clock somewhere was big. That was a that was that huge. Was pro- I think that was his biggest song. I often wonder about uh, that one. Who helped? Who did Alan help him? Or did he help Alan? And they both get money off remember. that? I don't remember who wrote what, who did what on that, but it was good for both of them, though. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, they won CMA awards, and it's still being played a lot today. No it doubt. It gets played more than Margaritaville does. That's incredible, uh, yeah. Because of country stations, that's a song that, you know, just as an oldie, it didn't really get old. People still play it. I remember playing in my 17 years, you know, jockeying. I remember playing Cheeseburger in Paradise about once every two weeks. And I thought to myself, who else is playing this song? And it was funny, but I mean, it was not, you know, the greatest song changes in the world. Changes in attitude, changes in latitude. latitude yeah. You yeah know, no. That was a nice song. And, and right now in the, in the top 10 of iTunes, I think he has four or five songs. Oh, I'm sure he does right and now. Along with that red bearded dude, 
the yeah. uh, <laughs> Richmond from Richmond, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's going to play. What did I see? He was, oh, he's going to play the Tootsie's birthday party really? in Nashville, really, uh, this month. And uh, so he's they got him a gig doing that. I don't. I think he's a one hit wonder. I, I'm. Yeah, I'm I'll be afraid. anxious to see what happens with him. Oh, by I'm the way, he's a one hit wonder. By the way, you said the uh, the new Rolling Stone album will be called Hackney Diamonds, which I, I looked it up. Yeah. It's an old East London slang for broken glass. Hackney okay. Diamonds means broken glass. So there you go on that new okay. album. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, all right. So the the Richmond from Richmond man. The, by the way, I, I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast with him. Yeah, and uh, this guy is not an idiot. He's not a rube. He's not a hillbilly. He's pretty slick. He's pretty. Did you smart. see the picture of him without his beard? He no. look. He looks like he went to Harvard. Yeah, he it, speaks I mean, real well. So this, yeah, you know all that stuff. I don't know. Uh, a setup, Jimmy. I mean, is it a setup I, from I the get go? I don't think. I don't know if it's a setup, but yeah. I think it was an act to a point of playing the angry. You know, guy. Wow, that's interesting. You know that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh I don't know. boy. Anyway, man. he was pretty sharp. Very, very well spoken. Okay. On Joe, right. I'll have very to well listen spoken. to that. I'll have to go back. Uh, yeah, it was. It was good. So good for him. Yeah. Uh, there's another. Uh, since we're going to stay light this week. Yeah. Okay. With show business, there's a movie about Priscilla Presley coming out. Oh, really? From so Coppola. It's coming out later in the fall. It was at the Venice Film Festival this week. I got a nine-minute standing ovation. Really? It's Priscilla died, basically the story. I mean, here she is. She's a ninth grader or something like that, mm-hmm. picked up from Germany, brought, you know, goes over to Graceland to live. She's 14. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's kind of, it's a really weird story that people allowed. I don't know, you know the story at all. I mean, I don't know. You just told me everything I mean, you just he, told he me. Was in, he was in the Army yeah. and met her somehow over there. Her father was military i think or something mm-hmm. and uh ended up you know he was uh, he was leaving the army and convinced the family that she should come to memphis and be raised finish getting raised there and he and they said okay sure. they did wow that's and crazy. i don't know how they i don't know how you'd make that deal i don't either and but he's the biggest star in the world but i still don't think i would i don't know i, I don't know how you make that deal. i wouldn't that'd be a tough one but they did, hmm. and he did, and they got married, and they had one child, and she eventually left. She said, "Yes, I did. I did leave, but it wasn't because I didn't love him. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. He was just so controlling and and manipulative and all that stuff." So you're going to hear another side about Elvis. When is I'm that sure. coming out? I mean, what's the in the he... fall? Later in the fall. In the fall, okay. Going to try to get Oscar, you know, attention. Sure. Yeah. From it. Yeah, I'd watch so, that. I think I'd watch on that. the on the Kevin Costner thing. Yeah. That I mean, he allowed that to get. He allowed his underwear to be dried in the public. I mean, it was that was. Uh, I've never heard that. That's bad. I mean, he he did not. I mean, I don't think it certainly helped his career. No, uh, but he, I like him. I I like him as an actor. I mean, I think she was off the wall trying yeah. to get as much money. I mean, she couldn't live off forty thousand a month. She needed yeah, that's not you know, enough. thousand a month and, and all that stuff. I mean, it sounded. It just didn't come across. Well, but on the whole uh, Yellowstone thing, here mm-hmm. is the most successful show on television, and they wanted to give him a pay cut. What? what? So that, that doesn't make sense. The, yeah, that they were going to. It sounds like, and so that was one of the things he had problem with. And then he had a problem with the fact that you know this Taylor Sheridan 
he spread himself so thin. He has. He yeah. was doing the lioness and doing about 10 shows at one time where he was all right and everything, but didn't ever finish writing Yellowstone. Right. So they had to split it up into two seasons. And it was just logistically, Kevin couldn't do it. He's a movie star. He had his own movie yeah. coming out. Yeah. So they screwed him up. I mean, they have it. Okay, there's this. And now we want you to come back and do this. I can't do it. I've already set my movie up to do. Yeah. So they're going to kill him off. And he won't even show up for the for season. The six, big question is, will the show die with him? I mean, yes, will... I think yes, and I think I they're too. I think, yeah, I think Taylor Sheridan is going to kill it off with that season too. Yeah. So it's going to wrap things up, start a new show with Matthew McConaughey that I think fails. Interesting. And, uh, it's just, I think it's just, I think it's over. I mean, I think the, I think the rhythm was broken by the strike, and by their long absence. It's yeah. going to now. Now, one thing that could help it is that Yellowstone starts on CBS on Sunday nights, September seventeenth or something like. Oh, that. really? I wonder why they're and doing it that. Started episode one, season one. Okay, so well, it's the same company. It's CBS is Paramount is Viacom. I got you. So they just they own it. So okay, let's do this. So I don't know how that's getting paid out. He's a profit participant, so somehow. They have to get paid. There's a lawsuit in there somewhere yeah. with him and them. So there's a lot going on yeah, no in doubt. the world of Kevin Costner. And that house, you know, in his compound there, $175 million home. Unreal. Just south of Santa Barbara. It's, uh, I mean, it's a big piece of property in, a, in an area that doesn't have big pieces of property. Yeah, Santa Barbara. It's, yeah, you got that much land. You got a fortune. I mean, he's near Montessee South. He's Carpinteria, I think is what they call that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's near Oxnard and. It's on the way to Santa Barbara off 101. Beautiful it's area. A big plot. Mm -hmm. You know, five or 10 houses could be built there. Yeah, I thought about buying it, but I would need about four or 500 friends to each put in a couple hundred thousand. That would at least be there. At least you <laughs> have, like have to live in that crazy place. Right, exactly. I got this right here. This is what something makes me crazy. And people doing it all over the country. What are you I doing? Think. I can't see what you're They're doing. Sticking it to the tourist. Oh, um, yeah. This is. A letter I got from the New Jersey Turnpike Authority. Okay, let's hear when it. When I was driving Oh, there, you got a ticket. I, I didn't have, I don't, you know, they don't have ticket ta toll takers or anything. Yeah. So they send you something in the mail. Oh, yeah. One from Florida. Got one from New York. Oh, uh, they, okay. The tolls were kind of high, 7 or $8, uh, maybe more, $10. And I had a 40 or $50 bill because I went down the Verrazano. I went through a tunnel, Midtown Tunnel. I went through George Washington, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. That was fair. It. But this is this takes the cake. Okay, go. Leave it to New Jersey. And for you New Jersey people, uh, shame on you for allowing something like this. Asbury Park, the home of Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. On the 30th of September at 1022 at night, mm. I go through a toll thing for $2.10. Okay. All right, two bucks. Then there's an administration <laughs> fee with this. Okay. Administrative fee of $50. What? On a $2 <laughs> fare. What? Wait a minute. So what? I have to pay $52.10 to the New Jersey Turnpike Authority, and I did it first notice of enforcement action. Ooh. And they, they're not kidding. You don't screw. you got to pay these things. And um, 
It says, please submit your payment of 5210, blah, blah, blah. Well, you, so, you were in your own car, right? I mean, you were. Right. So I've had, I've gotten I'm a just ticket. Just a tourist passing through. No, I've gotten a, 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 a toll bill in a rental car. I went to take it back. Yes, you're, yes. And, and the rental car company will come back on you on that. Yeah. So now they sell a box that, or they make it part of the yes. rental. You pay extra and it takes care of all your toll or whatever. Yeah. If you're going to uh -huh. be in one of those places, you want to do that. But I'm coming up, I'm coming up from. Tennessee. Yeah. You, you know, know. Have, yeah. we don't have toll roads around, around this part of the country. So when I was in Texas, I had an easy pass. If I'd yeah. have had my easy pass from Houston, it would have taken it. That's but crazy. I don't mind the $2. I get it. But the 50 bucks, are you kidding me? $52 is, is ridiculous. That is unreal. I mean, that is that's unreal. Criminal. It's criminal. Yeah, but I agree. That's New Jersey. Yeah, sure. Still run by the it's mob. It's New is Jersey. It? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Oh, by the way, with Jimmy Buffett, back to that again. Yeah. It's something that really, it, it's going to be, I hope people paid attention to that part of the story of how he died. Yeah, he had cancer, people, yeah. From skin cancer, skin cancer. Boy, that's, uh, uh, a lot of people have that. that it, a lot of, in fact, all of us potentially could, if you've been, if you were a kid, mm -hmm. and it can happen to young people too, but a lot of times it comes with people 30, 50 years later after they've had that type of exposure. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, it, it's, it's just crazy. Well, he, 2019, he discovered he had these, like a little red, what it looked like. It's a Merkel cell carcinoma. And what it looks like, if you ever have, have you ever burned your finger or burned your hand? For yeah, example, sure. Yeah. The bliss, and it blisters up mm -hmm. kind of like a little ball of water yeah. comes up in there. Yeah. And then you either poke it, <laughs> you and know, it and then put a bit there, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what it looks like. It looks so like it looks that. Like blister. It can be as big as a quarter, mm -hmm. or it could be about as the top of an eraser on a pencil. Okay. And and they they uh, they somehow either freeze it or cut it out or whatever they do. But whatever they did, it pops up other places because hmm. it's now getting in there. It's like a whack-a-mole. Yeah. So I think that's what they were doing. And then at some point, it turned in. It turned into lymphoma. Wow. And once that gets into you, you know, I mean, when you have this little thing that surfaced mm -hmm. and gone and broke in the skin and got that, there's stuff going on underneath. Sure. And if that cancer gets into the bloodstream, mm -hmm. which is what it did mm -hmm. with him, it doesn't mean you can't radiate, you know, you're just done. Wow. They can't, so you're done. So he died uh, once the lymphoma happened. That was like in May. He had a couple of months that were, they were working on you know, flare up and they'd cut it and radiate and do all that. Yeah. And he was able to play one place in July. Otherwise had to cancel and just take it easy, but he didn't want to take it easy. He went out fishing and did all that. Mm -hmm. And that might have not helped him either. Yeah. Uh, Cause he, if they wanted to go slow, but he didn't have that speed. And then lymphoma came and he was in hospice the last one or two weeks. Mm, so sad. What you need to do, everybody, number one needs to check their children and check your own. Uh, I've got stuff that got burned off last week. Did you right really? Here on, on where? Where is it now? Let's see what. I think it already. They froze it and it's already peeled. Off. I can't even see. Even with this high definition, I can't see it. But yeah, yeah, you can see these little spots. These are all spots that have been burned off at one time. Or I mean, another. yeah, you got. But there's a little place right there. Yeah. That if they didn't go away, they're going to have to cut it. But I think it's going away. Yeah, I, my it's wife has had something uh, removed uh, from Those her face as well. Cells. Yeah. Basil cell. There's three different kinds. Okay. Something's called basil. One's called squishy. Something other. And then you have this that thing. 
and uh, it's it's not good. Lip, yeah. you, you're going to die from lymphoma. You know, some people are scary. Yeah. So if they're lucky and they were able to cut it and get it all, you know, I mean, it's. I've had a couple of them had to biopsy a few things because mm-hmm. I was always as a kid. I remember my shoulders peeling like an onion. Is it just from getting beat down by the sun, Jimmy? Is it? It's two things: sun exposure, okay, and also compromised immune system. Okay, so two things. Sometimes your your immune system is not you know based on at the time, or maybe for always, or whatever, able to fight that particular Mm. thing that's going on. So I mean, just just don't you just don't want to screw around with stuff like that. If you've got something that's crusty or a red spot that's all of a sudden come up or something, you got to have someone look at that. Yeah, and have them do it, freeze it, or cut it, do whatever they got to do. And it doesn't cost that much. I got that uh, right your insurance somehow doesn't like it necessarily. Yeah, I got that thing just popped up yesterday, the day before. Yeah, some. T- yeah, it, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, if you got him, I would. I don't know. You know, I don't know where his popped up, but I just know sun exposure on my head. Yeah, and I've had, and then other people. There's so many derma. One thing that gets me about insurance, mm-hmm. they don't seem to care about your mental health. They don't it's seem to true. care about your, your teeth. They don't it's seem true. to care about your hearing, your eyes, can, and they don't seem to care about your eyes. No, those aren't connected to the body. That's why. Yeah, there. somehow. I don't know whoever dreamed up all this stuff. It's cut true. all those things. And that's just outrageous. It's and they, true. they don't dermatologists don't get paid hardly anything. And that's a serious, important thing. Yes, yeah, some of it's cosmetics that don't pay for Botox yeah, right. and stuff like that. But things that are important like that, when they code it, it should be respected and that ought to be done. I agree. The dental part, I mean, you know, that should have been worked out a long time ago. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Connected to your brain. You know, and if your teeth are rotting, you're going to die. Yeah, right. Right. So, But somehow it's not part of medical insurance. Yeah. It makes no sense. Just, no. And uh, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. But life, uh, the more, the older I get, the more life doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> the older you get, the less we know, right? That's the, that's the whole it seems thing. Like, it seems <laughs> like the less we know. <laughs> but I do know football season's here, and I do yeah, like buddy. that. The best time of the year for sports yeah. is October because you've got – College football is really heated up by oh, that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pros are really heated up by that point. You're at the World Series, which I absolutely love. Oh, yeah. Uh, the World Series. You're at the end of NASCAR season. That's right. Yeah. You know, you're at the end of racing. So you get them all. You get them, you get all, them all, man. Boy, we had a we got beat down by uh, the Huskies on uh, Saturday. I don't know how you did with the tide. What happened? You did you? Get... Oh, we won. <laughs> if we're playing Texas this you're week. That's used a to real that. big deal. Oh, real big God. deal. We got our home opener this week on the blue turf, so we're excited about that. Hopefully they'll get a win, but we'll see what happens. But uh, the Huskies were way too much. A top 10 team. I think they're ranked number 10 in the nation, and they took it to us last week, so we'll see. I expect Alabama to win, though. I don't expect them to. Look at what happened to TCU. They got beat. That surprised the heck out. Oh, it's been kind of strong out in the West. Who knows what they're going to do? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Until next time, uh, put your TV on sports. uh, Tell your friends about this podcast because uh, what we do is we solve the world's problem one podcast at a time. Until next time, right here on Sweeping the Country, I'm Derek Walker. He is? I'm Jimmy Carter. Good day. Good day.